0: What's up, everyone? This is BJ from the Chew Crew, and I wanted to take a second to thank all of our loyal listeners. We would love it if you could take just a minute to review our podcast on iTunes. It'll really help us out. Also, don't forget we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at ChewOnThisPod, and you can also sponsor our little podcast for as little as a dollar per month on patreon.com forward slash ChewOnThisPodcast. And as usual, you can email us at chewonthispodcast at gmail.com. And now we are very proud to announce that we are on Spotify. So just search for Chew On This, a Nerd United podcast, and boom, there we are. So thanks again to all of you out there. And until next time, folks, chew on that. Welcome to episode 231 of Chew on This uh, Nerds United Podcast. I'm BJ.
1: Vic. All right. Well, here's our, what, f- almost second to final, or might be our final episode, depending on the order we release it in.
0: Um, yeah, very
1: true. Here's our, reminis- not reminiscing, this is our review of, of uh, 2019.
0: Yeah. At the beginning of the year, we did the most anticipated movies of 2019, and now we're at the end of... Of the year, and we're going to give you our list of our top ten movies that we actually uh, went and watched and reviewed. That's right. you know, part of the deal. Uh, when we get to the Chewies, that's a little different. We can kind of throw caution in the wind. Um, it also gives we us more do-
1: time to watch movies because there was <laughs> movies that I really wanted to see on this.
0: Yeah, same, same. Um, and I didn't get same. to
1: see them, so I'm hoping to see them before the Chewies.
0: Well, the first thing that we like to do is to go over our lists from the beginning of the year and see how fucking stupid we were uh, to anticipate these movies. (laughs) I
1: almost want to save your list for second because I know how fucking stupid the beginning of your list
0: was. It's really stupid. And and
1: the show on that one because you had like Hobbs and Shaw and you had like Glass on there too.
0: I had some shitty movies. (laughs) I had some real winners in here.
1: Yeah, uh, um, I thought mine were bad. So let me go first because I want to save okay. your list. I remember those two being on there. Like I can't believe these are on your list. <laughs> uh, <coughs> okay. Because even though, like, uh, the like, all right. Well, I'll stop with. I'll start with what I had last year. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry. At the beginning of this year. Uh, so, uh, so number ten, I had. I had uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Number nine is Zombieland Two. Eight uh, was Shazam. Seven, it two. Six, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, five was Captain Marvel. Four was Godzilla King of Monsters. Three, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Two was Toy Story 4. And one was Endgame. Okay. That's what we I were, started yeah, with.
0: We were so fucking off. Like I remember the beginning of the year going, like, wow, this is the very first time we are so off. Yeah, but um, two of your movies
1: <clears throat> are dropping off your
0: list. So, Four of them. Four. Wow. Okay. Yeah, four. All
1: right, so uh, so let me, number just, 10, me... I
0: have Glass. Oh, you're going to
1: go yours that way? Okay, yeah, okay. Yep,
0: yep. I'm just going to do it. Number ten's okay. Glass, and uh, I stepped all in it, and so my feet are bleeding like fucking diehard. Uh, <clears throat> Hobson Shaw was number nine. Number eight was a Lion <laughs> King. <laughs> you're fucking laughing. You're like, ah, it's like Lego oh Batman. God. Ah, but worse.
1: <laughs> I forgot uh, about Lion King.
0: <laughs> yeah. Seven was uh, John Wick, <clears throat> Chapter 3. 6 was Star Wars Episode 9, 5 was Godzilla, 4 was Spider-Man Far From Home, 3 was Captain Marvel, 2 was Avengers Endgame and number 1 was Toy Story 4. <clears throat>
1: okay. <clears throat> All right, so here's my top 10 of uh, of the re- movies that we reviewed. These are my favorite 10. Okay. <clears throat> so I the the latter part of my list I had to really think about. Right. So one of the ones that dropped off of my list uh, was Spider Man Far From Home. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And what I kept thinking about when I was doing this list was how did I feel after I saw this movie? Like, what was the feeling I got? Did it make me feel good? Or did I, you know? And this one was really close with Captain Marvel as far as like my enjoyment level, but Captain Marvel had like the bigger thing for me. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'd seen like what fifty different variations of Spider-Man already. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, where I have Captain Marvel is where I would have put Spider-Man had Spider-Man beat been something a little bit better than what we got. Um, it just felt like it was typical for a Spider-Man movie. Almost, yeah, you know,
0: it almost shit the bed a little bit. It wasn't. <laughs> um, it wasn't uh, there was there was one scene in that movie that was fucking awesome, and that's when Mysterio like when he was inside of, he was hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, just like the comic book. It was so fucking great.
1: Yeah. That was the best scene of the entire <laughs> movie. But, mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, so my, my number 10 is how to train Your dragon three. Number okay. nine. So, number, so that
0: stayed the same, right?
1: Yeah, it did. Yeah. It stayed the same. Number okay. nine is Shazam. Number eight is Captain Marvel. Number seven is Dr. Sleep. Six, Toy Story, four, five, John wick, three, four Jane sign Bob reboot three rise of Skywalker two end game. And one was Joker.
0: Wow. That fuck. That's a huge surprise to me. Which part? Uh, uh, the Joker being number one. That's yeah, that's nuts. Okay. I, so, uh, the way I based my, my list this year is I went with, um, movies that I just, I just was entertained. I was, I enjoyed myself a lot. Okay. Um, and uh, so that's how I did it. Two of ours are, are in the exact same spot. Okay. So you'll find out here. Uh, <coughs> uh, I'll give my list and then we'll go one at a time, right? We just go little by little. Yeah, yeah. we we'll just these. go through it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so number 10, I have El Camino. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Number nine, I have Spider-Man, Far From Home. Uh, number eight, Captain Marvel. Number seven, uh, Toy Story 4 number six, Joker, number five, Dr. Sleep, Uh, number four, John Wick, Uh, number three, Rise of Skywalker, number two, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, and number one, uh, Endgame. Okay. I put Endgame at number one because I have to say, out of all the movies, that was the biggest, best experience that I had this year, Uh, I mean, in many, many ways, so it was really hard. Not to put that at number one because I had such a fucking good time. Uh, yeah, you know, I
1: I agree with you 100% on that. The only reason why I had Joker number one was
0: Something because we've never seen before.
1: Yeah, exactly. End game. like, mm-hmm. out of both those movies, I had a better time at Endgame because it was like 22 movies culminating in this, like, beautifully finished product, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but. I expected it to be really good. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just had faith that the Rooster brothers would nail it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there was no surprise when I actually enjoyed myself. I got it, what I've expected, you know, a little bit better experience because it did show me things that I never thought I'd see. Um, but again, I had faith in that movie. I didn't really have a lot of faith in Joker. Yeah. And I remember the feeling. It was feeling, a
0: big surprise. It's surprise of the year. That could win surprise of the year for yeah. the because um, that movie, I, I had no expectations of that movie at all.
1: So when I came out of that movie, I think I was, you know, I said this offline to you. I was like, I had a really hard time coming up with this list this year because there was no surprise for me like Arrival. And then when I was like fixing my list like two or three times. I was thinking, like, man, there's no movie like Arrival, and then I was like, wait a minute, yeah, there is Joker. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> when I yeah. walked out of Joker, I was like, holy shit, that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Because again, Joaquin Phoenix is phenomenal in that movie. Yeah,
0: one of the um, best actors ever. Yeah.
1: So, so that's why I had Joker number one. Um, anyway, let's go back through our uh, number. Our okay, list. let's go, to so to let's number, go to 10. number ten. Yeah. Okay. So I that's had nice. How to Train Your Dragon three stay in that same spot.
0: Okay. Um, I mean, we know how you feel about those movies. You really enjoy those movies and Yeah, and they don't
1: get a lot of they don't get a lot of credit. They still don't.
0: No. They don't get a lot of love.
1: But I felt like this movie with the two endings that it got, it was a, it was different, you know, than the other movies. Uh I thoroughly enjoyed this one way a lot better than the second one. And it just felt like a good ending to a trilogy, especially when the way they ended it the way they did with, you know, fast forwarding with their kids playing together and stuff. That was fucking that was, awesome. That
0: was that was really great.
1: So that's why I still kept it there, because at the same time of why I had Joker number one and Endgame game number two, that's why I had How to Train the Dragon three at number 10, because I expected it to be good. You know, because the other yeah. two were good, so that's why I had a number ten. The other movies on the list either are something that is really difficult to beat, like Toy Story four, or something right. I'd never seen before, like something that you know I got something new that I wasn't expecting. So that's why I yeah. had to Train Dragon three at number um, at number ten.
0: Uh, yeah, I put um, th- this was tough for me because I was jumping all over the place, and then I remembered that we reviewed el camino and how much i enjoyed that to the point where i watched it like three times like over the mm. course of like a week because but you had i left, just
1: rewatched breaking bad too, i so. did
0: and it just made it that much <clears throat> better for me because like it it just it it was just revisiting old friends and shit like that and i and i love that and i i like his story i like that actor i like all the easter eggs um some of it was a little bit like you know, not thrown together as well as I would like because some of the actors like gained a lot of weight and shit or like got older and didn't look right. But I'm like, whatever, I don't care. This is fucking great. And, uh, so I, I really love that, that film. Yeah. You it's know, so much so that I've watched it so many times. Like now it's like, it's right there with the, it's the bookend. You know, like when you watch Breaking Bad now, you can go and watch that one last and it kind of ties everything up. And I, I yeah. like that. Um,
1: No, I I was struggling with that, too, because I had El Camino actually around this area. Um, But I think the thing that was missing for me was what you had gone through, which was, again, just watch that series all the way up until that point. So a lot of that shit yeah, was fresh I, for you.
0: I definitely think the perspe- your perspective would be a lot different if you had the chance to watch all five seasons again. Like yeah. I didn't I actually didn't expect to do that. I was I remember when they announced El Camino I was like, Oh that's great and then for whatever reason I just I <clears throat> tossed on an episode of Breaking Bad and then I couldn't stop watching it. Hmm. I'm like this move this show's so fucking great. And yeah. then I kept anticipating the shit that was about to happen, and then I just kept watching it, watching it. Uh, all the way up to El Camino, so it was. It was great. That was a really good experience to do that. Um, and then, uh, so number nine, what did you have? Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, I, that surprises me. Actually, I mean, it's not as bad as Hobbs and Shaw, obviously. Right. But I did not like that movie. I, I did. I just couldn't. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember my review, but I would remember just not being all that entertained with that movie. I, I love yeah, Zachary Levi. I liked Levi. it better
1: than you, I think. Yeah, you definitely did.
0: I I love Zachary <clears throat> Levi, and I thought that was such a great choice. But I think they messed up on um, how they portrayed Billy and stuff. Like Like there were times where he was just a punk-ass little kid, and I didn't like that. Like some right. of the things that they, some of the things that they did, I didn't, I wasn't into it. Their but friendship switched back and forth really quickly. Yeah, it was really bizarre. But um, but the ending I really liked. I liked all the kids becoming superheroes. I thought that was really cool. So
1: yeah.
0: Would you um, have number, number nine? nine? I had um Spider-Man: Far From Home, okay. and I, I again, I had trouble with this too because I didn't think that movie was all that great. But there were a couple of scenes in there where I was like, "Holy shit! I read this like it's just the comic book jumping out," and I can't believe they nailed this fucking scene, you know? Right? Uh, uh, because they'd never done Mysterio before, and when they announced him, I was so excited because I knew Marvel was going to kick ass with him. But I think I don't know. I think they really fell short uh, with that. Uh, I mean, the movie's gorgeous, and those. Well, scenes I mean, it really still popped awesome.
1: into your top ten, though. Mine. It, it, not it, even it did on my because top 10. I had
0: a, because I had a hard time. With the other movies, comparing to this one, I was like, nah, this one feels a little bit better to me. Like I had more, I had more entertaining uh, entertainment in this okay. movie versus some of the other. Like, cause I had like, um, what was it? The um, yes, yes, maybe, yes, baby, maybe, whatever that oh, is. Oh, uh,
1: always be my maybe. Uh,
0: always be my maybe. Like I had, like I like that movie a lot, but not. I just, I'm like, I can't really break in my top ten. You know what I mean? Like right, I, right. I really liked it. But I felt like, you know, El Camino was slightly better, and then Spider Man I thought was.
1: I had to adjust my top 10 because I had a movie in here that we didn't review.
0: Oh, what was it? Uh, The Farewell. Oh, yeah. See, I I would say that's going to fall into the Chewy's just like Shape of Water did. It's going to, like, fall in there. Um, Yeah. Of course, to be fair, if we were able to see Shape of Water before we. Did the end of the review? That would have been our top one, our number one. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I heard nothing but good things about that movie.
1: Yeah, it's very different. Uh, um.
0: So number eight, we both had Captain Marvel. I think I think yeah. that's where our list was exactly the same. And yeah. I had that one higher than Spider Man, probably for the same reason you did. Is because number one, it's not something we haven't seen before. Um, and number two, uh, it, it's I mean, this is the strongest person in the galaxy. And so we get to see some really cool shit. Yeah. And we get to see the 80s and we get to see Sam Jackson all young throughout the whole thing. And um, I, I really enjoyed that that movie. And then knowing like that Heidi Moneymaker and her sister were fighting in that subway scene, that just that was really fucking cool, too. Right. So uh, why did you have that at number eight?
1: Basically the same reasons. It, it, um, again, things that are female-led or where females get gas, um, mean more to me because of my kids. Um, yeah. So, um, it was cool to go and see another, you know, uh, superhero uh, movie led by a, a female because we already had Wonder Woman like three years ago, I think, three or four yeah. years ago. Yeah. It feels it's like been a, a while long time ago. Now. Yeah, and uh, it was finally like they took this long to get Captain Marvel um, her own movie. So, um, and I, I enjoyed it too. I, I liked, I liked the way Brie Larson played her and like some other people did. Um, yeah. But um, so yeah, that was, that was seeing how powerful she actually is. I was like, oh man, I can't wait to see her fight Thanos.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that so, scene was great in Endgame game too. And she falls.
1: Right. Exactly. So um, that's why I had her at number eight.
0: No, that's great. Um, number seven, I had Toy Story 4.
1: Um, I had Dr. Sleep.
0: Yeah, I, I had Toy Story 4, like, that was my most anticipated. I, I think it's because I, I were just, God, the third one is just such a genius, such a fantastic movie. And, uh, and because they were like, they kept touting that this movie, they're like, oh God, get ready, you know, and I, and it got me just, it got me, it got me way too excited, but mm. so that went from one to seven because it wasn't that completely. It was still a really good movie, and I love anytime those characters are on screen. I love them, but you can't beat Toy Story three. Like you can't. Yeah. I mean, they and they proved it too that you can't do it. So I mean, it's
1: not bad. Had Toy Story 3 not happened and this was Toy Story 3, I would think this would be the best one, you know?
0: Yeah, I, but, I think so too.
1: But um, yeah, you're right. I mean, as, as much as I'd like to see a Toy Story 5, um, <laughs> it, it kind of ruins Toy Story 3 if you keep making these movies because that was yeah, supposed to be the end of it. It felt I, like a I, perfect thing.
0: And I think the end of Toy Story 4 bothered me too cuz I when I we read all those interviews, you know, about like oh shit, like the last scene we cried and all this stuff. Yeah. I I didn't get emotional at all. I was like No, I
1: cried like a little baby it was so in Toy fast. Story 3.
0: Yeah, but I mean 4, at the end of 4. Yeah, yeah. It was so no, I fast. No, know what you talking about? It was just like it was just like goodbye, like high five, we had all these years together, see ya, Psh- and it was over. And yeah. I was like what? Like you, like in Toy Story Three, dude, they drag that shit, man. They just they have you. Yeah, but it was like it was you know it was so however well many
1: years. Yeah, I think that's probably why they didn't do it because they already <laughs> said goodbye. It would be like another, you know, Lord of the Rings ending. So <laughs> yeah. So I had Doctor Sleep at number seven. Okay. And um, you know, I was never a big fan of of The Shining. Um but i i i liked the vision for it but i it always bothered me in the shining that they never really talked about the shining or actually shown a lot of what that kid could possibly do right and in this one you get to see all of that and i had a better time watching this it's it's a little bit more straightforward than a stanley kubrick film which probably yeah. you know maybe some film people would think i'm retarded for thinking that but <laughs> Um, I I really enjoyed Doctor Sleep and really enjoyed Ewan McGregor too, and and the powers and the stuff that they all did was really awesome.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I um I never like I liked The Shining, but not I didn't love it. I I, th- I appreciated it uh, for what it was. Right. Um, it, it is you know some masterpiece filmmaking in a lot of spots, but then some of it just really fucking drags, and you know, and you're like, what's going on? And it, it's all left left to um, left to your interpretation, and right. um, but I went. I saw the movie, the special edition of it, like the director's cut, and then um, saw Doctor Sleep like the next day, which I'm so glad I did because uh, it really. Um, I mean, for one thing, I love the Easter eggs, but but uh, number two, it felt like a great bookend to that to that other movie. I think right. Stephen King never really liked Kubrick's vision of his book. No, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, but he loved. He really liked Doctor Sleep, from what I, for what I read. Um, and Ian McGregor is like one of our favorite actors of of our generation. We love that guy, and uh, everything he does is fantastic. Um, God, when he played Christopher Robin, there's a scene in that movie that I just was bawling my head off. Yeah, I'm seeing that. So great. So um, I
1: have uh, Toy Story four at number six. Okay. Um, I was debating because I actually might have punched in Frozen two at this point,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but I didn't. Um, mainly because, mainly because of the songs. I think I was so disappointed in the songs, and nothing yeah. really in Toy Story yeah. four disappointed me other than the fact that I didn't cry like a little baby again. So <laughs> there's no singing um, in it. Yeah, but it's funny <laughs> that, that I would have actually put Frozen two in that same spot.
0: Yeah. Um well, the thing I could say about Frozen Two is that it was funny I mean olaf was was hysterical, but um toy Story four we're just in love with these characters we've been you know through all these adventures with them over the like course of like fifteen well like four wait twenty four years i guess so um yeah it's difficult to i don't know uh I just liked it better than. Frozen. I'm, I think Frozen Two is just not my demographic. <laughs> so yeah. it's not. I can't. I just can't get into it. Um, I liked a lot better. I liked like, the
1: characters a lot better. I loved how much she could push her powers. But yeah. again, like I don't. I don't have it in my top ten mainly again because of the songs. Like if you combine the first movie songs with that plot, I would have loved the freaking
0: movie. I would have. Yeah, it was awesome. that, that would have been. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, it seems like that's just the theme of Disney you know, these year these this time these times right now. It's like, you know, they're they're female driven, they're strong, uh, but the, the some of the plot lines are almost exactly the same. So um and and you know, it isn't any different with Rise of Skywalker. It's like she's even more powerful. Oh she's fucking awesome in that. Yeah, it's it's so great. Um so you had Toy Story four for number six. That's where I put uh the Joker. Um, and we right. can we can wait we can wait on the Joker till the very end because I know you have that at number one. Okay. Um, number five, I have Doctor Sleep. We talked about that. In nauseam. What uh, did you have for number five?
1: I had John Wick three.
0: Okay, that's my number four. So, um, that movie's just fucking badass. It's just how do you how like it's one of those franchises where each movie almost like the Born franchise a little bit but each movie just keeps building and building and getting better like world building um uh some of the stuff i mean the stunt work is some of the most stellar i've ever seen in a movie and just keeps getting wackier and crazier um i think you and i the only thing the nitpick that we had in that movie was that everybody kept giving them chances they're just like oh you know like they had them dead to rights and they're like wow you know, I guess you're just not as powerful as we thought. And then they're just, like, monologuing while he's, like, okay, I figured out your fighting style. Now you're fucking dead. <laughs> you right. know? Um, like, John Wick has, like, a Terminator 2, like, a Terminator computer in his head or something. Or Jarvis, you know? And he's, like, uh, I've I've uh, copied all your patterns now. I know how to fight you now.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And he just fucks him up. Uh, what did you think of John Wick 3?
1: I, uh you know i obviously because i i i didn't have it in my original top 10 so when i saw this movie it was right. like by far one of the best action movies i'd ever seen the stuff that they do in here yeah when it's more realistic it's the best part like when they do live action instead of cging stuff you know yeah um, yeah that though that those were my favorite parts um the fight the fighting they they keep upping themselves and certain moves that they do and shit like that and the dogs in that movie are fucking crazy. I'd never seen oh, dogs on film do the shit that they got so the dogs great. to do. So great.
0: Oh, but, my God. Um, so great.
1: But the reason why I didn't break into my top five or f- top four was because the other four movies resonated a little bit more than like as awesome as John Wick was. It's, it doesn't crack the things that I felt in the other four movies.
0: Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Um no, I just I I just thought that I love how each movie keeps building upon this world, and yeah. he's he's just like as long as I'm a, I'm able, I'll keep making these, and I'm like, okay, I'll keep coming. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. I'm, I'm, I'll I'm keep excited watching for them. the fourth. Yeah, I'm excited for the fourth one. It, it, it's going to be awesome. Uh, they already have a street date for it and everything. Um. So number three, we have exactly the same, and that's the Rise of Skywalker. And of Wait,
1: we skip four.
0: Uh, four was Do- uh, John Wick. So
1: I had Jane and uh, Silent Bob at number four.
0: Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about Jane and Silent Bob. That's my number two.
1: Oh, you want to wait till we get to number two?
0: Sure. Uh, so number three, we have Rise of Skywalker. Well, I mean, what are you going to say about this movie? We just went, what, almost two hours talking about it the previous week. Right. Um, I don't know however much what there is to say, except for it felt like uh, they threw everything in the kitchen sink into this thing. Like, the only thing they didn't really do is have the – Rebels cartoon people show up or some shit, you know, like they, they did everything. I don't know what, what's more to say about rise of Skywalker. Like, why do you have Um, it at number three?
1: It just had a little bit more like both, both my four and three Jane, Silent Bob and rise of Skywalker are nostalgic things for me.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: And at the end of the day, star Wars was a bigger thing for me than uh, Kevin Smith's movies, you okay. know, and he would probably agree the same way too. Um, but that's not the, like Jane Silent Bob wasn't even in my top 10 and this movie came out of nowhere. And I remember going through that movie and thinking, you know what? This is, this movie is really good. Like this is a fun movie and it's not like, um, uh, Jane Silent Bob strike back. It's not even close to that. This has, like, everything in it. It has, like, the heart of Chasing Amy and Clerks 2. It has all the raunchy comedy from all of the stuff. You know, there's all the funny things and all the cameos and all the, you know, the callbacks to all this shit. It just felt, it just came out of nowhere. I'm like, he hit every note that I didn't think I wanted to be hit, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, again, Rise of Skywalker is Star Wars. I mean... (laughs) As, as emotional as Jane Silent Bob is, reboot is, there was nothing in that movie that made me cheers loud when Ray fucking held the shuttle, was force-pulling the shuttle. I was yeah. like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm seeing this.
0: Yeah, that so, was pretty
1: cool. I, so that's why I had it there.
0: Yeah, I, I admit uh, that was there was some cooler like, shit like that in Rise of Skywalker. I, I have Jane Silent Bob just slightly above that. Because I think I had more fun in that movie. Oh really? Like, I, okay. I really, d- I really did. Like Rise of Skywalker, there was a lot of times where I was like, "Huh, okay," you know. And then there was some cool shit that would happen, like, "Oh fuck, like no way." Uh, but Jane, Son, Bob, like, it's just from the beginning to end, I was on the ride, I was on the adventure, I was ready to roll. Like yeah. I had a really good time, like just laughing. Yeah, I cried a couple times, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like this is a fucking Kevin Smith movie. I don't understand this, you know. So that just blew me away. So like I had to give it kind of some credit for that, um, right? But uh, no, I mean I enjoyed Rise too, but it's also kind of like I'm thinking to myself like they really didn't have anywhere to go for Rise. I mean with the other the other two, they didn't. Nothing was cohesive. Like I've said this a thousand times. You need. Somebody like a Kevin Feige did like, to just like, or or John Favreau, what he's doing with Mandalorian, where he's writing all the episodes. He has the whole story laid out, you know, and then if you do have another director come in, they got to do your vision. They can't just, they can add their own flavor and shit, but they can't just fucking go off script.
1: They basically needed George Lucas.
0: They really, they kind of did. <sighs> like, now everyone's like missing him. Like, he's like, fuck you guys. Like, you've, like, the reason why I sold this shit because you've, you know, were pissed at me. You know, and uh, that's, I mean, even JJ late, lately is just like, fuck Star, I'm done. Like, I'm not yeah. doing it anymore. So, you know. Well,
1: I mean, I think the the problem that we've always said, too, a thousand times is that Lucas just needed somebody to say no. And yeah. And challenge him. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about the, the, the prequels, there's a, um, you know, there's an overarching story there. It's just shit in there that shouldn't be written or kept or whatever and that kind of happens and you know he got so powerful that nobody wanted he was like darth vader nobody he everybody was afraid to say no to him you know so you get like 15 minute pod races
0: you get jar jar you get all kinds of shit that you don't want so but again at the the same
1: time i think if you gave Fuck! If you gave like Rian Johnson those movies, and you had, and Rian Johnson had to stick to a, a thing, but I don't think ever, Rian Johnson would ever do that. But no. you know, if you got him the his talent to be able to play within this sandbox that Lucas would have created, like the prequels, it would have been fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll never know, man. We'll never know. I'm, I mean, come, I think in January they're going to announce—at uh, least that's the rumor—they're going to announce what the next trilogy is going to be and who's going to helm it. And I hope that they just let one guy just run the whole thing and, um, and hopefully it'll be something we haven't seen before. But, uh, for right now we got mm-hmm. the Mandalorian and I'm, I'm enjoying the shit out of that. So, uh, um, and so you have, uh, what do you have for number two? Is that Endgame?
1: Yeah, I have Endgame for number two.
0: Okay, that's my number one. Um, what do you have at two? Uh, two, I have James Saw Bob Reboot. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, Shit, I mean, what could you say about Endgame, too? That was, like, the most fun I, I had all year in the theater. like, so many callbacks and so much shit from, you know, the, the 22 movies, and they shove it all in this thing, and they just put a nice little bow on it. Great ending. Um, I mean, yeah, I think I had really minor nitpicks with that movie, but it was just fucking fun, and I cheered a lot. Um, a lot of shit I cheered on. Yeah, I did, too. Um,
1: that was definitely. Yeah. I way more than than um, Rise of Skywalker. I think Rise of Skywalker is the third the the movie that I was the second best time I had in a theater. Um, for as far as like you know, getting amped up about shit that you'd seen on screen, you know.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just it it's there's a bunch of stuff in that where we haven't seen before and they did a lot they did do a lot of fan service but they also did some shit in there where i was like whoa i did not expect that um and then the whole tear jerking ending you know was was uh i mean every time i see that i've seen it so many times but it still gets me almost every time like well,
1: it's still awesome i mean that whole 30 last 30 minutes of that movie is just you know, buckle in. You're going to see shit that you've never seen before, and it's going to be fucking amazing. Um, yeah. It's probably one of the best, if not the best, like, comic book movie for the, the feeling that I got out of it. But my number one um, made me feel things that I didn't know I could feel about a movie. Like, it's <laughs> fucking all, it's all, it fucking disturbing.
0: <laughs> it moved. My pants moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I had never seen a performance like that before, but what they did with the Joker was like how Christopher Nolan redefined Batman for cinema goers. You know, like they just completely, they, Joaquin Phoenix just completely changed the way you thought about Joker on screen.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And, you know, you never thought like, you know, don't be Heath Ledger, but be your own thing. But at the same time, don't be Jared Leto you know like I, right. you know lito went for something it just didn't work it was you know it was jargon. well
0: do you think do you think though a lot of that had to do with all those people saying like oh you're not going to believe this like forget heath ledger you're not going to believe his no Joker. because
1: like- because if i saw without anybody without dc hyping up uh, jared leto and i saw that i would think wow this is fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would think the same thing because then I would be comparing it to like, you know, Jack Nicholson or, you know, or Mark Hamill's Joker. And he and Lito would still be behind those guys. You know, oh, like yeah, it just didn't sure. work. He behind, he behind Cesar Romero.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I like, guess yeah, totally. at least
1: Cesar Romero's version was actually good at what he was trying to do. Right. And, you know, again, Lita went for something, it just didn't work. And what I always thought was whoever nails the Joker next is going to be doing something that we had never seen before. And I never thought that that's what we would have gotten on screen with this. And, again, I'm still blown away by how many people didn't like the movie. The movie critics didn't like it. I can't believe how this movie is not well, higher. You,
0: but you could see that the, the people loved it because it made over a billion dollars. Like everyone, but Wasn't it, it
1: nominated something. for a few Golden Globes, though?
0: It's very possible. The like, I know Joaquin tour-
1: Phoenix was.
0: Yeah, it's a tour de force, man. This guy transforms himself, even if it's just not... It just happens to be Joker. It didn't even have to be Joker. It could be someone completely different. But his performance is just so fucking mesmerizing. Like, you can't take your eyes off Yeah, exactly. You're dude. trying to...
1: S- yeah, I mean, you... You know, we knew or I knew that it had to be something different. I just couldn't figure out where they were trying to go with this because we already had the criminal Joker, which was Nicholson. We had the psychopath like uh, uh, Mark Hamels. You know, we had the gangster fucking Jared Leto. And then we had like the calculated, you know, force that was um, Keith Ledger. And I was like, okay, they basically did the whole spectrum. What else could you give me? and then they gave you this and i oh, was yeah. like holy shit this is fucking amazing
0: oh uh, the the whole like why he laughs i mean i was like oh my god that's yeah the whole dancing you're so trip.
1: uncomfortable throughout the whole movie like when he starts dancing and shit it looks so ridiculous but then when he changes into the joker it's fucking amazing
0: yeah yeah the transformation and then like every time he's on screen you're like what the fuck is he going to do cuz like at the beginning of the movie you don't feel that at all and then toward the middle of it, you're you like, feel bad for you, him. What is I feel he bad do? For him? Like 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 when he, when he realize like when he's in that girl's apartment, she's like, What are you doing here? Who are you? Right. I was like, Oh no. Yeah. I'm no. like, Bitch, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, run.
1: <laughs> Lock yourself in your
0: room. <laughs> I was like, so the- Oh my god, he was hallucinating that the whole time. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, it was a great um <laughs> You've been dead the whole time. Yeah. Um, but so anyway so like the end game gave me like the most positive feel good sad happy thing uh, of the year but joker just hit me in a way where it fell into the category of i was not expecting this movie it came out of nowhere for me i mean i know in the balls i know a lot of dc people were like really hyped for it, but i wasn't so for me it came out of nowhere you know and it ended up being my best movie of 2019 Wow! Wow! For me, the way the That's the awesome. acting, the story, um, the feeling of like holy shit, I'd never seen this before. Because like there are parts in Endgame where you've kind of seen things like that before. I have a and weird, stuff like that.
0: I have a feeling you and I are going to be like fighting over this <laughs> the chewies. <laughs> I think so. Maybe yeah. Like last year, who would have thought we're like, you know, it's it's going to be Spider-Verse. No, it's going to be Bumblebee. And we are both took a step back and went, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: like, I think we gave how it are to, these two movies? I think we gave it to Spider-Verse, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we did. But yeah. it was funny because I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> so how did these two I think movies two we years we ago,
1: about? two years ago, it was uh, we were both arguing for a rival. I think you were arguing for. No, I think Runner, that was
0: three, think. that was three years ago. Oh, really? Okay, it's even further. Back. So I think yeah. that
1: was Arrival and Blade Runner were the two we were arguing about for that one, right? So I think yeah, I won yeah. that one. Then last year you won,
0: and then and Shape of Water I, won the year after that. I think we Shape were in agreement on that one, though. Yeah, um, yeah, and that one we saw after the fact. Like after we saw it, like I readjusted my list like the week later because yeah,
1: there's gonna be there's gonna be a couple of movies that I really want to see that I I knew if I had gotten the chance to see them that they would have been in this top ten. Because I would yeah. have known that we would have had to review them. Like I really wanted to see *Knives Out*, and I really yep. wanted to see the Tom Hanks *Mr. Rogers* movie.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, so those I mean, two there's still time I'm to watch that. To see
1: before the Chewies.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the Chewys won't happen until like February or something like that. So there's some time. Yeah. But um, but that's pretty much. I mean, that's our. I mean, we went over our list from the beginning of the year. Now we just went over our list from the end. So. Uh, Gosh, it it was an interesting year. I I never had anything move around so much like that before. And this next year looks to be kind of even, like, probably even more difficult because there isn't, like, a sure, like, oh, this this stands out kind of thing. Well, Um, the problem
1: I already foresaw making this list was coming up with, like, the shitty categories. You know, like, we don't see a lot of bad movies. Like, we don't see a lot of, like, shitty movies. And... You know, even the movies that didn't even crack, you know, the list here, like Glass or Hobbs and Shaw, they're still way better than like Justice League, you know, like, you know, and.
0: But those are still two disappointments. (laughs) I mean, we could find a way to fuck with those, you know, a little Uh, bit. But, but, you um, know, I
1: guess that's a good thing that we saw more good movies and bad movies. You know, we did. Uh,
0: We really did. Um, we, We had a good, good run for a while there. Yeah, without so.
1: DCEU making any movies, there's not going to shit on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so true. All right, because right.
1: like if we look at other movies that don't have a you know that don't have comic book characters and characters in, it, I'm like I'm not going to go see that movie.
0: <laughs> Maybe once it's Netflix, if I have time. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a shitty
1: like review and stuff like that, I just won't go see it. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't need to go see this in a theater because it doesn't have Batman or Superman in it. I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm not going to give you twelve dollars to, to shit at something that has no value to me whatsoever.
0: <laughs> Very. Because
1: at least if I see Justice League, I get to see Wonder Woman, I get to see Superman. You know, I get to see yeah, these even the com- worst
0: DC movie, I still get to see them. <laughs> I get to see superheroes,
1: but like, I'm not yeah. just going to go see a shitty movie where somebody makes a terrible speech just sitting at a table.
0: They make a movie about Lois Lane you're like uh, I don't like, think that's uh, I'd rather safe. go see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. All right. Well, uh that was our that was our end of the year review. Um we have uh a special treat. We have The Mandalorian which will finish out uh Star Wars month and then uh the following week we'll do our most anticipated of 2020. And then our four-year anniversary show. Holy shit. I've never done anything that long. It's basically uh,
1: graduating high school. It's our it's by- year
0: <laughs> Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. And then it's uh, Lake Havacy time. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that was episode 231 of Chew On This on Nerd United Podcast. I'm BJ. Zach. Till next time, folks. Chew on that. Later.